Hey, it's Mastin. Welcome to the Mastin Kid Podcast. If you want to take your first step uh, on your trauma-informed journey, come to claimyourpowerbook.com and get my book, Claim Your Power. There are uh, a bunch of awesome free bonuses with that, including a 40-day coaching journey with me that will get you started on your trauma-informed path. Claimyourpowerbook.com. Enjoy. It's awesome. I put my heart and soul into it. And if you want to really start your journey to do your trauma work, claimyourpowerbook.com is the place to go to get my book, claim your power, and to get a bunch of free bonuses, including free coaching with me for 40 days. Please enjoy today's episode. Hello, and welcome to the Mastin Kip Podcast. I'm your host, Mastin Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that and my team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mastin Kip podcast. So when you live life on purpose, here's what it looks like. You have a specific set of emotions that you generate. So every person I've ever met has a specific set of emotions. So for each person here, it'd be a different emotion. And one person might call it joy. One person might call it love. One person might call it connection. Semantics, semantics matter here. So what the word is matters most. And I can't help you today get the personalized emotional data for everybody in the room. But we can help you get started, okay? So the understanding is you have a specific set of emotions that light you up. Different for me, different. Like if, I, if my emotional state was peace, I'd be bored as shit. What do you think my primary emotional state is? Excitement. Peace is boring, right? I want to, I'm more Tigger, okay? Right? If you're like Mastin, help you feel peace. I'm like, f*** with that shit. I'm bored with peace. Let's go be excited. I'm excited, okay? And by the way, if I'm excited, I'll probably feel more peace. Who follows? So each person has a different emotional state that matters to them. When we figure that out, then we start to orient goals that, and, that will help produce that emotional state. Those goals will then produce different behaviors. Those behaviors will then produce a life of living in service. But it starts where? An emotional state inside who? You. Now, the problem is most people with trauma suffer from what's called alexithymia, which is not knowing what's happening in your body. You can't feel it. Ask someone how they feel. I'm good. They don't know what's happening in their body, right? You ask someone how you're feeling, angry at you for asking that question, right? And so the goal is we have to start with emotional awareness of what's happening in your body. 
And that's a big leap, but we'll start to make that leap today. But understanding how you want to feel and then what has to happen to bring that into play is a journey. Okay, now, when we live life in trauma, we have dysregulated emotional states that have dysregulated goals and dysregulated behavior, and then you're not living in service, and it sounds something like this. Why is it always about you? Well, because you have an automatic trauma response that makes it not about you, so you never show yourself in the relationships. I have no clue what you want. Why is it never about, or why is it always about you is code for I'm not making it about me enough. How do you know what you need in a relationship? Ah, she, yeah, see, now you got excited on that one, and now we can talk. Because excitement is awesome. She's like, oh, here's what she said. She's spot on, okay? Most people, if you ask them, well, what do you need in a relationship? It's, you're going to be like Ryan Gosling in a notebook, right? Like, what do you want? I don't know. It's not that easy, right? Like, that's how it is, okay? That's, that's how it is. What do you want? What do you want? I don't know. I don't know, right? But if you say, well, what pisses you off or what makes you angry or what are your frustrations? Oh, well, let me tell you. And by the way, right? Just go, 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 go. But what do you want? I don't know. When you make a list of the grievances, the opposite of those things is what you want. He's never present. Code for, I want what? Presence. He doesn't ever talk to me. Code for, I want him to talk to me. Who follows? Take your grievances and turn them around, and that's a list of your relational needs. Okay? That's simple. The understanding is, though, is that most people just live in this, and they call this marriage or whatever, business, whatever, where they're always in stress, always in anxiety, always in depression, always in these down-regulated states. Did you ever consider that perhaps depression, anxiety, etc., are appropriate responses to your life circumstance? Like, I'm born to live a unique purpose, to give my gifts, to connect with people in a safe way, to have these emotional states and share them with other people, and to grow and expand. But I'm in a cubicle, and I hate my life. Am I depressed? Maybe. Maybe that's an appropriate response to this depressing environment. Who follows? Right? If you want to have a massive shift, shift your environment. But we have to start with emotional states. So when we make the leap from trauma to purpose, okay, here's how we actually do it. This is how to do it, okay? You have an emotional trauma that we've went through. The first thing we need is what's called safe co-regulation. What does co-regulation mean? Co. Together. Wait, what? I thought I had to love myself before I could... No, wrong. Right? Who's ever heard this? I got to love myself before I get into a relationship. That is some bullshit I ever heard to justify not being in a relationship. All right, here's why. Okay, yes, you have to have a basic desire to pick someone who's healthy and figure stuff out. But here's what's true about relationships, guys. Your partner can love the unlovable parts of you more than you can. That's true. Jenna has loved parts of me. I was like, nah, not lovable. Nope, not that part. I remember when we first got into a relationship. Remember, I was, the fr- I was like the friend zone guy, right? In fact, I remember before I met Jenna, I wrote an article in the Huffington Post about the friend zone. And then a couple years later, I Googled friend zone, found a Wikipedia article on friend zone, what cited my Huffington Post article. I was like, I am forever embedded with friend zone now. It sucks. <laughs> sucks, right? But one of the first things she said to me, and she would say it all the time, she like hypnotized me. She goes, you're such a man. I'm like, what? That's, I didn't, not, does not compute, <laughs> Right? 
two or three times later, you're such a man. I'm like, I know, right? Because she was able to shift that part. She wasn't trying to. That's just how she was being. There's no part of me that could do that by myself or on a therapist's couch. Who follows? Emotional trauma tends to happen in relationships. It also tends to get unwound and resolved through relationship, which is why we have to start with safe co-regulation, which produces what are called disconfirming experiences. Our nervous systems are used to things going a certain way. All men are cheaters. No one will put, no one's going to love me. I'm going to go live on Instagram and no one's going to watch it. And even if they did, they're not going to buy. And if they buy, they're not going to stay. And if they stay, they're not going to like me. If they don't, even if they like me, then they're going to hate me. I mean, all that shit, right? Happens in our nervous system. But we have disconfirming experiences and say, oh, life's not always that way. I'll define disconfirming experiences in a second. But what we need is actual experiences that prove our history wrong, not more understanding. And when we have these disconfirming experiences, we are able to have better self-regulation emotionally. Self-regulation. You can't just self-regulate on your own. That's called auto-regulation, which we'll talk about in a second, okay? So we have to start with co-regulation. That's the neuroscience. That's the neuroscience. So living your purpose then is about embodying and expressing specific emotions, goals, behaviors, and a lifestyle that light you up. Does it have to light your partner up? No. Does it have to light your parents up? No. Does it have to light your kids up? No. But guess what? When you're lit up, they will get lit up. All right? And that's the goal is you have to be the example, the experiential example, not theoretical. Okay? So let's deconstruct it for a second. We have two top emotions that we want to feel. How do you uniquely want to feel? Okay? Then... Which zone of your life do we want to start with? We can't start with every zone. So in this context, we'll start with the zone of business, probably most likely your private practice or entrepreneurship. All right? So here are my emotional states. This is where I want to, I want to feel lit up in my business. I want to feel excited in my business or my private practice. Okay? Cool. What specific goal or outcome will help you get there? And then by the way, huge. Why do you want to do it? What's motivating you? I'll give you a list of motivators in a second. Okay. And then, okay, what do I got to do to get there? So if you're just like, I'll go this way and just kind of impulsively doing it, you're not going to ever really actually have a well-designed life. And you'll go off track very quickly because you'll use other people as a gauge for what you should be doing or not versus internal knowledge. Who follows? Okay. So this is the process. So if you don't know how you feel, then the rest of these things aren't going to fall into place. So that's why it starts with somatic awareness and it completely reorients things. Okay, so common life purpose zones. Right about zones: business, romantic relationships, children, job, health, religion, spirituality, uh, family and loved ones, wealth creation, art, music, painting, or creativity, dance, movement, exercise, or charity. Those are common zones that people have in their life. Which, by the way, it means if you're trying to bring your purpose to life in business, okay, and your business goes under, what does that mean? Does that mean that your purpose is gone? It means that you the, the vehicle is gone but you still have purpose in life. God forbid a loved one passes away. Does that mean you have no more purpose? Come on, guys, yes or no? No. It just means that that vehicle of expression is is changing, okay? When someone lacks a sense of purpose, that's where dark shit starts to happen, like suicidal ideation and those types of things, if I don't feel like I have a purpose. So if I've made a specific zone of my life my purpose, I have to realize that's not my purpose. That's a zone or a vehicle or a way I express it. But my purpose starts as an emotional state first and foremost. Who follows? 
that make sense? Super important to understand that. So then, what are goals? Specific outcomes. Your goal is not to embody oneness for all humanity. That's not a goal. Okay, a goal is I want to make $10,000 a month. The goal is I want my husband to want to be in this relationship and I want him to ask me questions about myself. The goal is, okay, I want to be able to provide a certain type of lifestyle for my child and have him be in this specific school. Those are goals. The goal is I want to lose 30 pounds and have uh, increase the alkaline pH balance in my body. Those are specific goals, not embodying oneness for the greater good of all so that I can be a priestess, unicorn, marketing boss bitch or something. I don't know, right? I don't know. It's not a goal. Clear is better than clever. What specifically? And here's the thing. If we are always in emotional state reaction where it's always stress or whatever, our executive functioning is not on board, which is very difficult to actually set goals because I'm not thinking, I'm just feeling. Who follows? The safer you feel, the better you are at goal setting. All right, next, motivations. Here are some common motivations, like why am I doing this, okay? To prove the naysayers wrong. Who's got some naysayers? It would feel so good to prove wrong. Let me see if I show hands. Like, oh, you think I can't do it? I just had $10,000 a month, bitch. What do you think about that now, huh? Right? That's the goal, is to be able to actually prove the naysayers wrong. Also, to prove your supporters right. So if there's people who believe in you, to actually help them go, you know what? Your trust in me was well-placed, okay? Also, take, take care of your family or loved ones. We had a client once who um, you know, came to us. Uh, she had just gotten off food stamps and invested in our highest-level program at 25K. I have no idea how she made it work, okay? But she was getting stuck in her business, the reason why was because she felt like if she puts herself out there on social media, the people who hurt her in her past, some version of them would hurt them again. You've hurt her again. Who follows? Right? But when she realized, like, by not putting herself out there, she was not providing for her family, and that was actually impacting her children. And so the people who hurt her were inadvertently still hurting her children. And she was like, F- that, I'm done. I'm putting myself out there for them. She leaped to like $30,000 in a month, within months, because she had a different motivation. Who follows? Does that make sense? Okay. Also, for a higher mission or calling, so maybe there's something larger than life for you that you really want to feel called to do, or to become a transitional character, which is someone who in one generation stops the cycle, okay? And I think it's okay to have a little bit of all of them, right? For me, primarily now, I'm motivated mostly here on mission, because for me, my mission is to end emotional trauma in our lifetime, or to get far enough where the next generation can finish the job. Because to me, it's a problem that should have been solved by now. Like, we can go to the moon and almost Mars, but we can't... What? And by the way, Elon Musk, if you're listening, please do not bring human trauma and suffering to Mars. Please send people who are well-healed and well-regulated because the last thing we need to do is spread unresolved trauma to other planets. Okay, bringing your trauma to Mars does not work. Ask Matt Damon, Elon, okay? Please, okay? Please, okay, very important, okay? So behaviors, right? So changing diet or exercise, outsourcing to a team or other examples, okay? Now, let's bring this together, okay? For me, top two emotions are nurture and excitement. The zone I picked was health, okay, a couple years ago. The goal was weight loss. The motivation was Jenna, and the behavior was diet and exercise. So a couple of years ago, I, I self-diagnosed and then got confirmed by the doctor that there was pre-diabetes happening. I figured that out. I was like, shit, this isn't good. And I could see the impact it was having on Jenna. So I said, I'm shifting it. I dropped like 40 pounds in two months as a result, right? But that's the motivation. Now, if the motivation was safety, 
I might just keep eating caramel corn. Who follows? So you have to think to yourself, what's motivating you to do this work? A child, a family member, for your lineage, because the cycle stops with you, right? What is actually motivating you, okay? Another example might be like this, okay? Uh, nurture and excitement are my core emotional sets. I picked a business, and the last year or so, has, the goal has been scaling the business. The motivation has been mission. I have to reach more people, okay? And the behavior is outsourcing to a team. Now, you have to understand, I am, by my own nature, default avoidant, meaning my mantra is, I got it. No, no, not a VA, I got it. No, don't need a CFO, I got it. No, 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 I got it. I got it, 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 right? To let someone else get it, it's like, fuck off. No, you don't got it. Why? Because people in my history didn't have it. It's a term called parentification. When a child starts to parent their parent because they're not competent in whatever reason, right? A lot of people are like, no one in my family history has it, I'll do it. That's fine until you try to scale a business and you can't do it. And I experienced a shit ton of pain trying to do it by myself, right? So for me, the behavior to like go, okay, you do it and not take it back. The motivation was I can't get my mission to the next level if I got it by myself. Who follows? Does this make sense? Islands don't scale too good. All right. Um, yeah. So let's see. That's just a double slide. So the question now is how about you? All right. What about you? What's motivating you? What we can answer today are the, these four here. One, two, three, four. So let's start with zone, okay? What zone of your life, I'm imagining because you're at the business one, that this is about business or you know, private practice or entrepreneurship. Let's talk about what your goal is specifically and why are you doing this? What's your motivation? Is it for a mission? Is it the proof that they say is wrong? Is it for a daughter, a brother, someone who couldn't? And what will new behaviors have to be? Because this doesn't need to be too long. We just want to start to surface this. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.